Today we're going to start a new series called Restore, and it's only going to be for a few weeks. Let me give you a little bit of update what's going to be happening. Uh, today is the last Sunday in October. Next Sunday is November, and then it's December. So uh, the next few weeks we're going to be doing this particular series. On the 17th, John Jenkins and Helen Jenkins are going to be with us that uh, week, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they will be with us. Um, and then after that is Thanksgiving Sunday, so we'll have a Thanksgiving message that day. And then right after that, we, we start our Christmas series. Can you believe that? And uh, so I'm looking forward to telling you a little bit more about our Christmas series that's coming up. But today we're starting with Restore. This will go for three weeks, I think, that we'll be doing um, this whole idea of Restore. And that has been the theme this year. Um, the whole idea of God is bringing wholeness to his people. There's a restoration that, that happens within that. He's taking us from a place of brokenness to a place of wholeness. And uh, as we finished out this year as well, we've been talking about that's possible because of the presence of God. And we just sang uh, about that in, in our last song and just the presence of God. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. The opening verse that um, Pastor Luis and... Uh, Dwayne read to us was from James. We'll be going back to that in just a little bit, but it's talking about, you know, if you have a need, then you need to pray. If that need is not met at that moment, then call for the elders of the church. And here's examples of how that has happened, how God has met uh, the need, because we know that God is a God who restores. Yeah. We're looking specifically today, His presence is here to heal our spirit, our soul, and our body. Now, when we talk about healing in our spirit, that's salvation. We're going to talk about that. And then also um, soul and body, that's the physical aspect. Um, so as we have just come off of reading James chapter 5, verses uh, 13 through, we know that Jesus provides healing because of the stripes that he took upon his back. Next Sunday, we'll be participating uh, in communion. We do that the first Sunday of every month. And, um, you know, as, as the elders or whoever's leading that particular communion that, that particular day, uh, we talk about the cracker and how it represents, and you know, some, some places will use bread, some people will use broken crackers, just the different things that symbolize the broken body that Jesus had upon the cross. And of course, that provides the stripes that he took is what provides for the healing that we can experience in our soul and in our physical body. We can experience that type of healing. The blood that was shed was for our salvation. James, as we just read this and we'll be looking at again, he lists the ways that we can be healed and how that happens. In other words, we know that Jesus died upon the cross. We know that he took the stripes upon his back. We know that his blood was shed for us. James is going to list some practical things of how do you carry that out? Because Jesus atoned for it. He made a way for that. How do we receive that uh, in, our, in our lives today? Well, first of all, his promised healing begins when we understand that Jesus came to restore the whole man. The whole person uh, is what Jesus came to restore. Not just part of you, but all of you. That's why he came. That's why he gives us his Holy Spirit, the understanding of to teach us all of these things. So as we receive the word of God, the Holy Spirit begins to teach us. We have his presence. We understand that Jesus came. His death upon the cross was healing for the whole man, not just for your salvation, not just for your mind, your will and emotions, not just for your physical body, but for the whole man. He came to heal mind, will and emotions and physical body just as much as he did to save you. And he left us his Holy Spirit to remind us of this. 
Uh, Luke 10, 9, if you want to write that down, Luke 10, 9 says, here's what Jesus says, Heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. That's talking about the presence of God. When Jesus was speaking this, he was talking to his disciples. He was talking about to those who would be going out to minister wholeness to those who did not know Jesus and even to believers as well. But he said, heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. So who is to heal the sick? We are. We lay our hands upon the sick. We'll get into that in just a moment. But we lay our hands upon the sick. Uh, we can even pray for ourselves at times. But heal the sick. Tell them the kingdom of God is near you. Luke 10, um, verse 9. What we're going to do is we're going to skip down to verse 17. After Jesus told his disciples this, they, they came back to him. And listen to what he said. When the 72 disciples returned, by the way, how do we know that they're not... Right? So it was more than just the original. Some people will say, well, that, that dissipated a long time ago. Healing is not for today because the 12 disciples have died. No, there were 72 people that, com that were commissioned. At the end of Matthew, we read where he says to go and do these things. Anyway, let's get back to this. When the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Yes, he told them. I saw fate, uh, Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. But don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. Amen. Wow. Amen for that. You know, I was so amazed listening to Dean. By the way, I, I wish you could, be, if you weren't here last week, uh, let me rehash this a little bit. Dean was telling the story when he was in these years that he was looking at a man, and this man said, I have demons in me. I, I have demons in me. And so um, Dean began to look at him, began to pray, and he said he saw something in this guy's eyes that just changed, and he knew that he was no longer speaking to that man. Demons are real. So Dean began to pray, and, the, and Dean said this guy just started convulsing and all these things, and that demon came out. Do you know why that happened? Because of verse 17 through verse, and we're praying that he remains set free. But here was, here's what Jesus said. Don't necessarily just rejoice over that, but rejoice because you are saved. So because we are saved, Jesus has given us authority to lay hands on the sick. If people are possessed by demons, we cast them out in Jesus' name. Now, there's a whole teaching that goes in that and an understanding that happens. You better be prayed up. Better be prayed up, right? In the scripture, we see the greatest reason that we are to rejoice. Our names are written in heaven. If you have received Jesus as your personal Savior, your name today is written in heaven. You will spend eternity with Christ Jesus. That is wholeness. That is the ultimate wholeness that we are hoping for, the ultimate healing that we are um, hoping for that we will see. The fulfilled, uh, they fulfilled the mission of healing people and casting out demons as well. But I want to say this, our salvation is greater than our physical healing. But Jesus provides for both, Amen. doesn't he? Now, if you're like me, um, maybe you've questioned at times, why am I not healed? Why is it that I have not experienced healing in this particular area of my life? Uh, whether it be, um, we don't always have the answer to that. 
We can't just say, well, then you need to do this, you need to do that. There are some practical things that we can do. If I'm experiencing sickness in my physical body, I may need to change my diet. If I'm experiencing, um, you know, I don't know, if, if I'm the one who's, the, <laughs> I didn't mean to look at you, Dean. If I'm the daredevil and wonder why I always break bones, I might need to change something. You don't break bones anymore, though. But um, anyway, does that make sense, what I'm saying? There's maybe practical things that we can do. I don't want to necessarily get into that, but why do we not always experience healing? Well, I want to go down this road for a moment because we have to understand that God made provision for both, and sometimes it does take wisdom on our part when it comes to our mental health, our physical. One of the things that we're discovering right now in uh, the study that the, the staff is doing, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, is um, I think sometimes why believers can experience burnout, and even if we love Jesus and we're in His Word and we're praying, well, sometimes we just don't take time to rest. What did Jesus do on the seventh day? I mean, uh, God do on the seventh day. Well, Jesus was part of that. He rested. And I, I can remember there's been times in my life where I have just been like, you know what, Jesus, I love you, but I'm just tired. I don't want to do this right now. And I look back, you know what, I didn't take time to rest. I felt that I, at least my world would. So we can experience those things as well. God has made provision for health and healing, and it is found in his word. Turn with me, if you will, to Ephesians chapter 2. I'll give you a moment to turn there. Ephesians chapter 2, we're going to start in verse 1. And we're going to go through verse 5. It says, Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers of this unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy, and He loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved." because of God's grace that, he is, that we have been saved. Colossians, Paul will follow this up in Colossians. If you're taking notes, it's 2.13, Colossians 2.13. And he, he echoes this to the, the, the Colossian church where he says, you were dead because of your sins and because of your sinful nature. That is the salvation that we're talking about. That is the wholeness of our spirit. That is the healing in our spirit. When you accepted Jesus' work, God forgave you and your spirit was healed and you were made alive and you were whole again. The ultimate healing is the healing of the spirit of man. That is the ultimate healing, the day that you were saved. Think about that day for a moment. It was a wonderful day. But we, of course, we don't want to forget that Jesus died for the restoration and healing of the whole man. And we must believe that Jesus died to heal the whole man. Last Sunday, I asked for some uh, emails or phone calls or texts or something about how God has uh, brought you know, either salvation, a miraculous way, or healing to your uh, physical body. By the way, I still would love for you to turn those in um, and just send those things to me. But I got one email from uh, Robin. Um, she works for Lyft, which is like Uber, but just another variation of Uber, it's Lyft. 
And she said in her story that um, she was getting ready to work one day. I just dropped her daughter off at school and or picked her up from school and dropped her off at home, one of the two. Anyway, she got this call on her app that tells her when someone is nearby who needs a lift to go somewhere. And she thought, you know what, I'm not going to take this call because I've got to get my app updated, all these things. But she said there was something in her spirit that said, that and the guy got in the car and he says, oh, you know what, I forgot something in the classroom. Do you mind waiting while I go back and get it? Sure. So he went back, she enters in the address, she sees that she has to go to UNCC, which means she has to go down 77, and she's thinking, oh, I wish I wouldn't have taken this call. You ever been there before? You're like, man, I wish I wouldn't have done this or agreed or signed up for that. She begins talking to the guy on the way over there and discovers that this guy's very happy. You know, he's, he's very talkative in that sense and uh, begins to tell about some struggles that he has gone through about how his mom had kicked him out of the house. He had to drop out of school because of that. He turned to substance abuse, all of these things. Robin made the statement, you know, well, let me tell you about my life. This is where I was broken. This is where God healed me. And he said, do you really believe in God? Do you believe that that's true? And she said, yes, I do. And here's some other reasons why. When they got to UNCC, she was able to pray with him to receive Jesus. A lift ride on the way from Mitchell to UNCC. She was able to lead this young man to Jesus. He had been clean for six weeks. We're praying that God will keep him clean, right? We're praying that there will be restoration that happens within his family. The ultimate healing is the healing of the spirit of man. Praise God for that testimony. There's up on the screen. If you want to look, 3 John uh, 1, chapter 2 says this. You ready to read it with me? It says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. There's a connection that's there as John is writing this. Other translations say this, I pray that you may prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers. Is how other tra- that's how I memorized that one. Physical health, prosperity in body is not an end unto itself. There's a bigger goal. Jesus said, don't rejoice in all these other things, although they're awesome, but rejoice that your name is written in heaven. However, this physical side, this mental, this soul side of things is a result of a quality of life and a commandment to God, uh, and a commandment to God, I'm sorry, a commitment to God that lines up with his word. Let me read that again. It is a result of the quality of life and a commitment to God that lines up with his word. The word prosper means to help on the road, to succeed in reaching something or an ongoing state of well-being. That's what that word means there. There's a goal in mind. We've received salvation, but you know, there's more that Jesus has offered. God desires that we live out the purpose. Had those moments where physical ailments prevent you from doing what God has called you to do. You ever lived those out before, seen that happen? Well, I haven't been able to. I remember um, uh, last year, maybe the year before, um, I woke up on a Saturday morning and I had no voice. I knew that Sunday morning I would not be able to preach. You know, we had that covered. I began to take care of myself. I couldn't preach that Sunday, but I could Wednesday. You know, I'd I'd been healed. Uh, Recently, 
I came into the office, and um, of course, Stasha obviously really can't see, but I had something that had come up on my side here, and I showed Miss Vicky. I said, Miss Vicky, what do you think this is? It was just like a, it was something here, and she said, I think you have shingles. And I was like, really? So it was a Wednesday morning, and so we come in here for prayer. I said, she said, show Miss Beth and get her opinion. Miss Beth looks at it. David, you have shingles. They prayed for me. Thursday, uh, Wednesday night, somebody asked me, how's your side doing? Is it hurting yet? And I said, no. I said, I mean, I'm, just, I'm still keeping an eye on it. Thursday morning, I had to take something over to Mr. Stowe at the shop over here. And uh, he asked me, he said, so how did you sleep last night? Did, you, did your side bother you? And I said, you know what? I totally even forgot about it. And so I lifted up my shirt, completely going. Now, yes, Miss Vicky and Miss Beth are not medical doctors, but you know what? They've seen a lot in their lifetime, <laughs> right? And experienced a lot and know to the degree what they're talking about. All I know is it was there. The next day it wasn't. Amen. Praise God. Didn't want anything hindering that. God is good. We need spiritual, physical, and emotional prosperity. John 10.10, you know, we, we know this verse, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus said, my purpose is that you may have abundant life, that you may have a satisfying life. Love that scripture. And that's for all of you, not just part of you. So how do we become whole? Practical things. James 5 that we opened up the service with says, are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. I want you to look at the emphasis that's there. Who's responsible for praying? You. You know, you can pray for yourself. You can pray, God, you see this situ situation, you see this issue that I have. I, I need a touch from you today. You can pray for yourself. James outlines it there. I've heard so many people say things like this. There are other people who are worse off than me, and God has other issues to worry about. You know what you've just done when you've said that? You've limited, in a sense, you've limited the power of God. But can I tell you that His power is unlimited? His abil ability to heal is unlimited. He asks us to simply pray. You pray. Yeah, but God, you know, I look at people around the world, and their issue is so much worse than mine. You're right, it is. But God can still touch your need and He can minister theirs as well. His power has no end. You are worthy of His blessings. I think that's really where it comes from. Sometimes we'll think, yeah, but look what I've done. You're worthy of His blessings. You're a child of the King. Your, your name is written in the book of life. Jesus died on the cross for you, right? Well, there's, it'd be like saying this. Well, there's people out there who are more of a sinner than me, so they're the ones who need salvation. No, you do too. <laughs> yeah? Salvation is available to who? Everybody. Healing is available to who? Just the ones who need it more than you? No, to everybody. We're going to remember this next week as we take the lies of the enemy. So what happens if you pray and you still experience sickness and brokenness in your body? James 14 says this, Are you sick? 
you should call for the elders of the church. There's the next step. You've prayed. You said, God, I need, I need your touch in my life, and maybe you're not experiencing healing at that moment. James List, are you still sick or are you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. In essence, he's saying, call in reinforcements. You ever needed just a boost in your faith? Because you're just, man, you're just down right now. You're just kind of like, I need somebody to come alongside and to encourage me at this moment. James gives the offer for that. Call for the elders of the church. Let them pray for you. Let them anoint you with oil. If you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. You notice there, he's not just talking about, excuse me, he's not just talking about a physical healing there, but he's saying even in your spirit, you'll be made whole. Call in reinforcements. Who's the responsibility lie upon here, elders? You know, there have been times, I don't think it's ever happened here, um, not that I can think of at the moment, but I can remember my pastor one time, he, he had this one family that was so mad at him because he did not come and pray for them in the hospital. You know why he didn't go pray with them? Nobody called him. He had no idea that they were there, but yet they got mad at him because... Whose responsibility is it? Us. When I am not well, as the pastor of the church, what did I do when I noticed this coming up on my side? I had these ladies. I said, will you pray for me this morning? Right? And God brought about healing. Praise the Lord for that. We're going to hear a couple stories, by the way, in the coming weeks as well. Gail has a story that she's, I've asked her if she would share in the, in the coming weeks and everything. These elders are trusted and proven men and women of God. I want to take these last five minutes and I want us to pray. Can we stand for a moment? And I'm going to ask um, Larry and Gail, if you would come down. Uh, Doug and Lisa are going to be praying too. Um, Luke, will you play? And Miss Vicki, will you stand with your husband? Um, Matt and... This is Jen back in the back. Doug, you guys can come on up here because you're going to be praying here in just a few moments. I want us to just take a, the last six minutes, actually, that we have, and I want us to pray. Maybe you need to begin the first step, and you just pray for yourself at this moment. You're, you just began to pray. But if you need physical healing, I want you to come forward and let one of these elders pray for you. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in agreement. Maybe you need salvation today. But I know that there's some hurting people in here, physically, maybe even spiritually. I understand that that's, that's a possibility. But let's just take a few moments. First of all, begin lifting up your praises to Jesus today. Lord, we worship you. Jesus, you are our healer. Jesus, you are our healer. You're our Savior. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And if you need physical healing, if you need emotional healing... Any type of healing in your body, soul, spirit, salvation. I want you to begin to respond right now by letting these folks pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. It's going to take an act on your part of 
faith. It's going to take an act of your part on just moving out of the pew, not worrying about what the other folks think around you, what's going on in your life. You know what? It's really between you and God anyway. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, your presence is welcome in this place to bring healing, to bring restoration. God, to bring wholeness. Thank you, Lord, that you're moving in this place. God, that your will is accomplished. Thank you, Lord. God, where a situation seems impossible, we know that all things are possible with you, Lord. That your arm is not too short, God. Thank you, Lord, that your arm is not too short. Your power is not limited. Thank you, Jesus, Jesus. Lord, bring about healing. Thank you for the faith. Let faith arise today, God. Thank you, Lord. make one more call that this if you want to experience healing in your body today well I've prayed so many times today where you that today isn't the day what's to say that today isn't the day where you receive the emotional health what's to say that the day isn't the day that you receive the spiritual health what's to say that today isn't the day that you receive the physical health that you need in your body thank you Lord Thank you where the Spirit of the Lord is, that there is freedom and there is liberty. Thank you, God. If you're uh, still in the congregation, you haven't come forward, I, I just pray for those. Stretch, stretch your hands out and begin to pray in agreement this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God, may your power be seen in this place today. May healing flow today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to have uh, Doug and Lisa pray for us and I encourage the elders, if you'll just stay up here for a few more moments from the Lord. Um, these are going to continue to pray. Don't stop praying now. If you need a touch from the Lord, you come forward. We'll just allow this time of ministry to go in between services. Doug, will you pray for us? Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord, that you are a God who restores. God, our physical bodies, Lord, our emotional health, Lord, our spiritual and our soul, Lord, you heal. And God, as we leave this place today, Lord, I pray that we move in your power, in your strength, and that we tell others, just as Robin did, Lord, of what you can do for them, how their needs can be met through you, and how you will supply all their needs according to your riches and glory. Lord, we thank you that you go before us, you prepare the way. 
And Lord, we look forward to the individuals that we get to talk to this week that you put in our path. Lord, to tell them about the light in this dark world, that light being you, Lord. Now be with us as we go. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.